Thanks for downloading Scott Harold's podcast. If you use a smart speaker, you can always ask Alexa to enable the SOS radio skill. You think about the anxiety in our world and you go, what is it going to take to actually have my thoughts taken captive? What is it going to take to actually squash down anxiety when it rises up? We're actually talking with Holly Girth today at SWS Radio. She's an author. She's researched so much about anxious moments. How are you today? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. Now, the Apostle Paul talks about it right in 2 Corinthians, that we can actually take our thoughts captive and we can make them obedient to Jesus. But it's funny because I think we don't live like we actually believe that, Holly. Yeah, it's a hard thing to do. And anxiety itself is biologically an automatic response. So it's not that we're never going to have anxiety. I think it's just about increasing our awareness. Like, okay, I just got hit by anxiety. Now what do I do? It's recognizing it and then taking it captive. Now, you wrote a book called What Your Mind Needs for Anxious Moments, but it's sort of a guide to help us understand what it might take or what we could rethink about taking more control over our thoughts. Yes, it is a 60-day journey. I ask, has anyone in the Bible ever felt anxious? And the answer is yes. So 60 different stories from Genesis through the end of Revelation and some people handled anxiety really well. Some people handled it terribly, and we can learn from both. So what was the first story that grabbed your attention? You're like, I still resonate with this. Yes. Well, obviously, in the Garden of Eden, <laughs> when Adam and Eve are hiding, they're anxious. They're saying, uh-oh, we messed up. We are in trouble. We're going to hide. And I think we still all hide because of anxiety, even now. We may do it through image. We may withdraw from the people in our life. We pretend everything's fine when it's not. So even looking back to the very beginning, anxiety has been part of our story as humans. Now, when you hear someone say something like living life with more contentment and less worry and having more inner peace is actually possible, I think a lot of us just feel like, yeah, that would be nice, but it hasn't worked for me, and I sure have tried. And we're talking with Holly Girth today at SWS Radio. It's interesting because it is possible to experience some joy and some peace when we're feeling anxious thoughts in a real-world scenario, Holly. Yes, it is. I think what happens is we think it's as simple as saying, oh, I'll just pray about that. And then when that doesn't work, we feel guilty and like it's impossible. (laughs) So it's realizing that anxiety has many different facets. One, like I mentioned, is physical. So we need strategies to know how to calm down our bodies. It is also spiritual. So being able to be honest with God when we're anxious. It's social. We need support in our lives for when we're anxious. We need other things like rhythms where we move our bodies. We eat foods that support our health. So It is possible, but there is not one single bullet that is just going to kill our anxiety. It's about having the strategies and tips and tools we need along with biblical truth. And so that's what I've tried to gather up in this resource. Well, it all starts, too, with moving from that place where, like, faith's a part of our life, and it's just sort of a compartmentalized part of your life. Then you go to work, and you kind of put that on the shelf, and you do your work stuff, and nobody knows what your belief system is, because Jesus isn't really all that influential in your life. It's not like pouring out of you, like that abundant life that Jesus talks about. But then something happens with a lot of us when we get to those spots where, like, I've been banging my head against the wall, trying so hard on my own strength, and I'm not getting the breakthroughs. and It's like, let me move from that place where faith's just a part of my life to actually being Jesus, be the center, come front and center in my life and change something. 
And I think it's becoming willing to say, God, meet me in my hard moments. Meet me in my anxiety. Instead of saying, I'm going to give Jesus the shiny parts of me on Sunday morning or when I'm feeling spiritual. This morning, I was having a bit of a tough time and I just said, Jesus, help. Like sometimes that's all we have and that is enough. So I think that's right is saying we don't have to handle anxiety alone. We don't need to feel like we're in trouble with God for it. When he talks about do not be afraid or don't be anxious in scripture, if you look at context, it's about reassuring, not rebuking. And so if someone's listening and is anxious right now, just pausing and saying, Jesus, help. I'm not okay right now, and I need you to be in this with me can be a starting point. Now, Holly, what have you noticed about the power of God in these situations? Because I think a lot of times we think about what Jesus did when he walked the earth, and we see the miracles that he performed, and we go, okay, well, he's not walking the earth with me physically today, so that's kind of a challenge to apply. And then you see God the Father just doing the things that he can do with his power and the way that he moved in a lot of the stories of the Bible. And then you hear about the Holy Spirit. But for a lot of us, where we grow up in, you know, typical denominational situations, you go, I'm going to talk about the Holy Spirit a whole lot in my church, but there's power there. And essentially that's the power of Jesus on earth. That's the same power that raised Jesus from the grave that's living in our heart because when Jesus ascended into heaven, he sent us the Holy Spirit, but we don't think a whole lot about that power anymore. Yeah. And I think we look for the power of God in big things. We think it's going to be a big miracle or this one transformational moment, and then we're never anxious again. In my journey with anxiety, I found the power of God in the small things, like that He built my body so that if I take a deep breath in and let it out and repeat three or four times, I start calming down. That is a tiny miracle. The power of God is in relationships, that when I can say to someone in my life, I'm not okay, I need support right now, my brain and my body start calming down and Jesus is with us because he says we're two or more are gathered. I'm there. The power of God is in those little prayers. Like I just mentioned, the power of God is uh, us saying, you know what? Anxiety is not my identity or my destiny. It is something I'm struggling with because I'm human, but it does not define me and it does not have to cause me shame. And so I think for those of us who struggle with anxiety and really want that one big power pack solution, pausing and saying, where can I see the power of God in the small moments of my life today, especially my small anxious moments? You know, we're all made in the image of God, and I think a lot of times we forget that our identity has to be in Him. Like, our identity doesn't need to be in our anxiousness. Our identity doesn't need to be in any other physical ailments or diseases that we walk through. Now, we can look at that as something in our past that we walk through and God redeemed us from or is in the process of redeeming us from, but our identity is in Jesus. It's not in our job. It's not in our sexuality. It's not in our money. Identity is a real key to wading through what's important. Yeah, absolutely. And it's important to dealing with our anxiety because I find a lot of people get stuck in shame because of their anxiety. They think, oh, I'm bad or something's wrong with me because of I have anxiety instead of just saying anxiety is universal. <laughs> if you're human, you're going to struggle with it at some point. Even Jesus, I would say in the Garden of Gethsemane, sweating drops of blood. He was anxious, 
But he didn't let that anxiety stop him from saying yes to what God had for him. And so that is the key of embracing, okay, I'm experiencing anxiety right now because I'm human and I have a body that's wired with a threat detection system that sees something scary and is going off. But that is not who I am. It's not a measurement of my faith and it doesn't have to stop me. So how can I get the help I need in this moment to keep moving forward in obedience, but also knowing I am fully loved even when I'm anxious? Experiencing anxiety from time to time, it's totally normal. You're not alone. We're talking with Holly Girth today at SWS Radio. Like before any sort of first date or a job interview or any awkward conversation you have to have with your child's teacher or principal, it's normal to feel a little bit of anxiousness because there's like a threat detection system that's wired up in our body. It's supposed to be there. It's just when it goes to the unhealthy spaces and the pendulum swings far, that's when we go, I got to get some help. I got to ask some questions. I got to get reconnected with God. Now, Holly, what's your experience in the journey of wading through? I have some anxiety and I don't want to live like this clouding over me. When I was eight years old, I started having unexplained stomach aches, went to the nurse's office in elementary school a lot. It had all kinds of medical tests. The answer finally came back, stress, which now looking back was anxiety. I sat in a counselor's office in my early 20s. She had me fill out an assessment and said, Holly, guess what? You have diagnosable anxiety. And so it has been part of my journey as a human. And I realized that the same nervous system that can lead me toward anxiety is also part of my strength. Like empathy, people who struggle with anxiety also tend to be highly empathetic. We are impacted by things going on in the world around us. We tend to care deeply about people. We're typically observant. We pay attention to details. We tend to be good spouses and workers because we want to get things right. And so understanding that, yes, there is a part of anxiety that is a struggle. But when we move away from that struggle and into who God created us to be, that same nervous system can be a source of our strength. So that has really been the transformation for me is saying, okay, how do I move away from this as a struggle and instead engage God in it and lean into the strengths that he's given me that are actually related to the same brain and nervous systems? We're talking about unlocking our identity so our anxiety doesn't cloud who we are or make us feel alone or even move us to a space that... It's destructive. We're talking with Holly Girth today at SWS Radio. We know we're all made in the image of God, Holly, and we're uniquely wired up with special giftings and talents. And I believe that God ingrains certain things in each of our hearts to long for Him. I call it that God-shaped hole, if you will. That quest for peace leads us back to God. But Jesus is the one that gives us the peace beyond our human ability to understand. So why is it that most of us have had such a hard time unlocking that, Holly? I think because we treat it as if it's only a spiritual issue, and our beautiful God never says the only resource you have is just pray about it. He wants us to start there because He wants us to be in it with Him, but He also says, look, I've made you to move your body in ways that help your anxiety. I've made you to need other people who can provide support for you. I've given you resources like counseling and going to your doctor. I've filled the world with different things to help you deal with this. 
And so I think it's saying, okay, I need not just one simple solution, but a complete strategy and plan for my anxiety and treating it as a holistic process because we are whole people, like you said, created in the image of God. And so when I find people who are really stuck in their anxiety, it's usually because they're telling themselves, I'm not allowed to access all that God has for me, all that he has provided. I'm going to limit it to this one area. And then if it doesn't work, then I feel like a failure. And so I would invite people step into the abundance of God's provision for you in your anxiety. And that may include a lot of different solutions. For me, it does. It includes exercise, social support working with a counselor, biblical truth, time with Jesus. There's a whole array of things that God has given us that help. So Holly just wrote a new book. It's called What Your Mind Needs for Anxious Moments. And it's actually like a 60-day devotional to kind of walk us through some practical ways to take authority, take control over our thoughts. Would you mind sharing an example of like one of the devotionals with us real quick? Sure. So I go all the way through scripture and look at times that people are anxious. And so I love the one I mentioned about Jesus in the Garden of Gethsemane, because we tell ourselves every time I experience anxiety, it must be a sin. And that's simply not true because we see Jesus experiencing anxiety. And the kind of anxiety he experiences is biological. It's a body response. We're told he's sweating drops of blood. For us, that biological response might be sweating, shaking, a racing heart, racing thoughts. We may feel lightheaded. And so our bodies are saying to us, something is off here. And we are never in trouble with God for experiencing that. It's automatic. It's built into us. It means if a bear came charging out of the woods, our flight or fight response would engage. And so Jesus models for us what it looks like to not stay there. He says, not my will, but yours be done. And so that is what God is inviting us into, that we are going to experience anxiety as humans. We are going to experience fear, but we don't have to stay there. We can say, God, give me the courage and the grace and the strength to take the next small step of obedience in the middle of the anxiety I'm experiencing. And God says, I will be with you in that moment. I will empower you with what you need to do what I have asked of you. You are not on your own in this. And to me, that's so reassuring to say, to serve God, to love people. I do not have to be completely free of anxiety. I need tools so I can manage it. And I need to know that God who loves me is with me and will get me through it. Well, thanks for your time today. We're talking with Holly Gerth today at SWS Radio. Her new book's called What Your Mind Needs for Anxious Moments. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks for downloading the SOS Radio podcast. If you enjoy the discussion and want to help the podcast grow, you can make a $10 donation through SOSradio.net or inside the SOS Radio app. Thanks for your generosity. It helps us experiment with new things and keep the discussions fresh.